dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs were the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. You can't make this up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. 94? 94 of them things. Wow. 94 podcast. Wakanda forever. Facts. (laughs) So much to talk about, man, today, man. So many things going on. But unfortunately, we have to start with a somber topic, man. man. The shooting that happened down in Parkland, Florida. Uh, I mean, we can go around and around and around over and over again, sending thoughts and prayers, hashtag pray for this, pray for that. But, you know, the thing is, man, these guns, dude. And when I saw it come down, it was an AR-15, just like the rest. Turned out to be a... Registered, purchased, legally gun. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a track worker happening here, man. Yeah. Like, there, there's, there's something going on here. Yeah. And our government needs to do something about it. This it's one is simple. This one is stinging a little different for a lot of people. Yeah. Because of like the history that's happened behind it, some of the details behind it, with the 39, you know, police reports that's mm-hmm. happened prior to. With the the obviously the entire school and some of the community knowing that he was a very mentally disturbed person, now they like to throw in the orphan and all that when it's a white kid, yeah, and and then when a, when a, when a black kid is in the same situation, it's it's let's find his criminal record and let's splatter that across Facts. the net. So you know, it makes us pick us pick a side. I mean, like to be honest, like you, half of you feel like you know. Yes, it's very, you know, you're disturbed by the situation. You're very heartbroken by the situation. But you feel like it's going to be another th- another thing that's just a little different than what happens to, to our people. Right. You know, so, you, so that's one side of it. But the, the main side of it is like when you start seeing these, I mean, a lot of these people were 14 years old just starting Man. to understand life. You know, and some of these parents that have been talking. You know, I think when you have a president that ain't saying well with the people – People grabbing their nuts and talking, yeah. you know, and saying how they feel. And to see, you know, a 14-year-old survivor on the Internet, you know, really going at the president, you know, yeah. and really asking, you know, how much money did, did the NRA give you, you know. and, and To and, overturn yeah. President Obama's bill about and it's just mental a lot, health A lot issues, of that I think is going to come up more with this one because of the fact that a lot of people died for something that really feel like could have been prevented this time. Like Absolutely. this one really feel that way. I remember when I was literally like in middle school when like metal detectors really started becoming a thing in mm-hmm. high schools and in schools across the country. And I remember certain areas in Cleveland, like it was like a big thing, like, well, we don't need metal detectors here. Yeah. It, so where do they need metal detectors? Exactly. At? Exactly. They divide it. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a y'all thing versus exactly. a us thing. We don't and, need that here. Y'all need that there. Yeah. Type of thing. It's a and and it was a slow gradual process. We they started first putting them at the football and basketball games mm-hmm. until eventually it was like 
they filter all of us through two doors that we went through, through mm-hmm. the school and everything like that. And now in some communities and you know what I'm saying? And I went to school in the burbs, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like yeah. uh, Cleveland Heights at the time wasn't like, it's a little more, little more hood now. Yeah. I ain't going to front. Yeah. But uh, at the time it was, it was, still it was quality. the 80s yeah it was the 80s and 90s so yeah. it was still it was still you know what I'm saying a lot of a lot of things going on but it wasn't definitely wasn't the worst exactly. you know what i'm saying so t- for now for a community like uh parkland like from everything i'm reading a well to do area mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's a, they, people got plenty of money i'm not 100% sure of this but i know i vacationed down in Papano beach mm-hmm. and i saw an ambulance during some of the live footage stuff that said Papano Beach, so I feel like it was around 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 that area. Uh, so I mean, when I was there in that area, that is a really nice, you know, it doesn't it feels like a nice area type of, you know, yeah. atmosphere. So you know, like they always say it can happen anywhere. Any, and and, and anywhere. It's, it's always this type of stuff happens once it happens, you know, once you can't un undo what happened, then everybody starts to bring this up again. But I feel like this one will push harder because of a lot of the, you know, basically it felt like it got blown off by a lot of people that could have really, I mean, how is this person allowed to buy, buy not one, but five guns? I mean. Craziness, man. Th- for the gun shop that he bought the guns at to, you know, close indefinitely. I read that. You know, it's like, all about the fucking a lot money, of people, bro. Yeah, a lot of people is, is now feeling it. A lot of people's hands is dirty on this. On exactly. this thing, a lot man. of people. Like FBI. You mean a lot dropping of people, the man. ball. It's, it's it's just sad, man. That that some that somebody had to had to be the you know once a town had to be that that town that had to go through this, man. Because end of the day, man, kids, man, should be able to go to school, right? And just focus on understanding all this bullshit. Yeah, that, man. They, they make you understand, you know. Like, <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, you, that's how you feel, you know. When you were that age, you don't you'd rather be doing something else than reading about, you know, Christopher Columbus, the you know whoever. Rather be playing <laughs> video games, playing football, hanging out with your friends. Yeah. But you know, school is a community place. It is yeah. where you know it's a, it's a funny thing when you're in, in in school, you don't feel like being there. Exactly. But somehow, some reason. School is always like the meetup place. Well, just meet me up at the school <laughs> right. because that's where everybody knows where everything's gonna happen. Like everything that we did, we always eventually ended up at the school. Yeah, and to and at that time, like I know for sure, a mass shooting like this, it's the farthest thing from my mind ever happening at my school. Yeah, never even. We had metal detectors at our school. Because people was bringing knives or people were bringing guns, not to be like on a mass shooting. It was like on some show you this. Yeah, so and so about to kick my ass. Yeah. I, I bet he won't. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> it wasn't wasn't on. It was like on more of some self defense or show off. Look what I took from my older brother, my cousin. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People, I've seen people in the bathroom yes, showing the peace. Yeah, super stupid. <laughs> right, <laughs> but it wasn't with the intent of like I'm about to kill this whole hallway. Yeah, you know, it, it's. It's sad because, I mean, I'm not going to say the dude didn't have mental issues. Obviously, he had mental is- issues to shoot up a school. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, I make this joke all the time. Like, oh, man, I don't like kids. But, come on, man, I'm not going to say I don't like kids for real. I'm, right. You know, right. it's uh, it's just a saying that I have. But, you know, the thing, like you said, 14, 15-year-olds are gone forever, man. they only been here mm-hmm. for that amount of time. And you man. got, you, like, the head football coach, you know, yeah. sacrificing themselves. These people got wives and kids themselves and you know 
that has to be in, in, when you care about just people. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm that. That's one of my biggest fears is being in a situation where my care for people like hurts my family. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I feel like, like you just had that feeling to where you see somebody that needs some help and you can help them and you just sit there and don't help them. That yeah. will sit on me worse yeah. than helping them and something happening to me. Mm. So like, that's the, a lot of people feel that way. So obviously, you know, a, a football coach, any type of coach that, that, you know, number one, they have to care about the youth, you know, yeah. to even be in that position. Cause they ain't, they ain't rolling in the dough. Most cases, a high school football coach in so-and-so's town. Right. So, I mean, just to put yourself on the line like that and countless other teachers and, just being an adult in the situation, yeah. and, and and sacrificing your, your your you as an adult for for the next generation, man. That's those are the real heroes, man. So. Absolutely, man. I I saw this. I mean, so many heartbreaking stories, man. But the one that really caught me was the uh, one girl whose best friend got shot like right in front of her. Mm, the little and, black black yeah, girl, the yeah, hair, yeah. And she was a beautiful like, little girl did, too, man. And didn't just, her best friend didn't make it. So you yeah. just watched your best friend die. And it's just like, what? Like that's just something like at school no less. No, you know what I'm saying? It's it's certain things that you can I wanna say can handle, but you know, if you're you're out and about, you're in you're in quote unquote in the trap, mm-hmm. whatever. But these are kids going to school. And I say this I said this on the air uh on Friday, you know you, the people that are like gun advocates and everything like that, you care more about you having your gun than you care about the, the kids, man. Yeah, yeah. That's more important to you. You have more internal anxiety. You know, like there's a lot of it be just the fear of not being able to protect their loved ones. Right. You know, I had a coworker that, I mean, he's a he, damn near like a professional shooter. He competed in professional competitions all over the U.S., you know, and got a lot of awards. But at the same time, I really felt like he brought a gun to the VA every day. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt like he, he he was packing because some of the tones and arguments he would get into with people, I felt like he needed that that protection on to know I have that to stand up to some of this. You know, like I felt like he was kind of like kind of that person. Great dude. I mean, great, great guy. But I really feel like he – cares more about guns and more about, like you say, having it than what it's doing to people. The access is giving people that shouldn't have guns. Right, absolutely. I'm all about having a gun to protect yourself, protect your home. I'm even down for people that do hunting. You know, Mm -hmm. yeah, you want to go hunt. I've had some good deer me when I worked in the post office. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You want (laughs) to get it in. Go shoot a couple deer, uh, whatever birds you. Hey man, that, that's the sport. That's a a hobby of yours. Go for it. But mm-hmm. the simple fact that a everyday citizen can go buy AR fifteen. There's that's no, the kicker for me. Is like, okay, yeah. you are you are in the military. Yeah. What is an AR fifteen? AR fifteen basically is just a. It's the cheapest, easiest way to have a multiple fire. Like a, you can shoot rounds off quickly. I mean, it's just an automatic rifle. It is just like the standard. It's almost like a technique. You know, mm-hmm. uh, everybody knows a turntable with technique on it is hip hop, you know, or it's music. It, it stands for like, it's just a standard. Uh-huh. So the AR-15 in the gun world is just like the standard automatic rifle. And it's easy to shoot. It's easy to, to learn how to shoot. It doesn't have a lot of, you know, kickback or a lot of adjustments you got to make to it. You know, it's just, it's just an automatic rifle. And that's my problem is that, 
you know, we talked about hunting, talked about, you know, being able to protect your home. We should only really be having four or five weapons that are really needed. Like, you shouldn't be able to have a plethora of options. I shouldn't be able to go to Walmart or Gander Mountain or whoever and just walk in there with, business, a, bro. with an ID and wait 15 minutes while they check my credit. You know, <laughs> like really, what are you really checking in 15 minutes to like say I deserve to have this gun right now? You know, right. a lot of people, you know, certain, certain certain places they make you wait 24 hours and all that. But you know, to a person that has a, a bigger objective I and mean, what are they what are they wanting this gun to fight? Like, what do you need this for? Yeah, like, that should be a part of the conversation of purchasing a gun. If you're gonna ask me a thousand questions about buying a car or buying a home and really dig into my life as what I'm doing. I think the gun should be on that same level, if not more, obviously. You know, so it's harder to buy a house than it is to buy a it's gun. It's terrible though. how like just a lot of the the foundation of our country, man, like on different topics is just like either hasn't grown with us or it just needs to be modernized. Like needs to yeah. be more like for today and what we doing dealing with today. We a, a horse breakdown on you back in the day, you know, that caused you a a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. You know, now you break down, you can be back rolling in 30 minutes if you got, you know, the right insurance and yeah. the right tow truck and the right rental. And, I mean, it's just all that plays into this, man. And I feel like just people in general need to sit back and just really just decide what's important because are you really are you really doing things in your life that really need you to have a gun in every room right. to feel okay? Like, what are you doing? Like, why is that so important for you? When it was not long ago where I could leave my house and go across town and walk in somebody's door, it'd be unlocked. And yeah. Just walk in, hey, I'm here. Yeah. Hey, Kevin, come on in. You know, like it's just the world is so different now that some of these some of these laws and things gotta be tweaked, man. They gotta be addressed. And unfortunately, it takes these situations to get the ball rolling on a on a national level. So. Super serious topic, yeah. man. And and the last thing I want to talk about this is, you know, you. You talk about skin complexion and, and who these people are. I just always find it funny. And I'm glad they got him in custody. Mm-hmm. But I always find it funny that whenever it's uh, somebody of darker skin, man, these yeah. police officers are judge, jury, and executioner. And when it's someone of the other skin, they always are arrested. Yeah, and Jameer got- Rice was killed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He was uh, beyond a super child, dude. Right. He was like 12 years old, bro. Right. And you got these... Other stories, not not to just harp on all that, but you got another story where that police chief who was like talking about some guy who had a suspended license and was kind of running from him, shoot to kill. You know, I'm not damaging my vehicle for this guy and <laughs> I love this shit. And he was all pumped up about it. And it's just like when you got that mindset on people, man, it's just it's, it just it, it's terrible. Another way to put it, but terrible. And, and people turn a blind eye to the fact of you can see we can go down the the facts of black cases and white cases mm-hmm. and find discrepancy. And unfortunately a white person can do the same thing as a black person breaking the law and you will find difference. And that's terrible. Big man. differences, terrible. big differences, man. Uh, one more thing, last thing yeah. on this man, before we get, get things a little hyper in yeah. here, man. Uh, this, this number 18 school shooting, number 18 in, in 2018. It's craziness, man. And we what seven weeks in, terrible bro it's terrible like it's so much man it's so much that you can just talk about and it's it's overwhelming man yeah it really makes you sit back and like everybody is just gathering the house like hey 
we're going to make sure we straight. You know, yeah. and everybody gets that way. You know, you, you you don't care if grandma crossing the street at the red light. You ready to turn. Get out the hell. Get out the. Like, everybody just. Hustle ugh. up. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, you don't, the respect for each other, the respect for your elders, the respect, just respect in general, man. Like, that's taking a backseat to other emotions, man. And I, I just, it's just tough, man. Like, you just got to. Got to keep pushing, man, and keep talking about it, I guess. That it's the only keep way it's, talking about it's it. Put that pressure yeah. on our government to make some changes, man. It's, that's the only way, man. It's just just horrible, dude. Yeah, it's definitely, man. Thoughts and prayers to everyone there, man. We we uh, praying for the Parkland, Stoneman, Douglas High School area, all the family that's affected. I even saw – I wanted to add, I thought DeMarco – share a post about the football coach and talking about how he was a good dude. I didn't know mm-hmm. if he knew him personally from, you know, life or, or what, but I seen people that I know sharing that particular story yeah, enough man. to where like that football community, believe it or not, it's a small community. So I mean you you'll have friends that have gone on and coached here and yeah, you know, and there and helping out, you know, different different levels of football. So I mean it's just sad. A lot of the a lot of the stories, man, are heartbroken. You see the the mom, she went ballistic Woo! on CNN talking about Trump. You need to Letting do something. The fourteen year old that was a survivor that really was was bringing up the questions that need to be brought up, you know, and stating facts of he receiving, I believe it was like thirty five million from the NRA. Yeah, man, it's all about the money, and, dude. Yeah, and she was like breaking down what you said about the the amount of school students we've had in twenty eighteen and. Like so, you putting the value of a life at five thousand dollars per you know person or however she broke it down the math. Mm-hmm. But just when you when you hear it that way from someone that's now lived it, yeah, that's one thing. That's a lot of these a lot of these school sh- school shootings that we are having. You're not really getting that in house conversation of how they really feel. And, yeah. and now to see it on this one is like, mm, it's so, it's gonna really make some people sit down and have a conversation. So. Shedding that light, man. That light needs to be shed, man. Yeah. It's, it's just a crazy, sad thing, man. And the thing is, we don't want to become desensitized from this. I, if these things continue, it needs to be brought up constantly. It needs to be a hot button issue. It needs to be pressure on our government to make changes because 18 school shootings in two months is ridiculous. Yeah, and <laughs> it's just it's just insane. <laughs> you, insane. you know, it's bad it's, when you gotta. You know, a couple that's been married almost 10 years with three daughters having a, a first date night in a while and uh, meeting up with another, another great couple. And one of the first conversations we're talking about is school shootings, mm-hmm. talking about the world and how it's just like it was just that when that's one of the first topics of, you know, friends getting together, man, you know, it's like something that need to be talked about. Absolutely, know, so. man. I, I saw a dad. And uh, he's like, you know, my daughter's always in a rush. She's in this group. She was in this group. She was in this group. I got to go to work. The wife's got to go to work. And he don't remember if he told his daughter he loved her before she ran off to school that day. What I'm saying, man. Like, damn. Yeah. I don't, I don't have kids, bro. You yeah. have children, man. And, I, and all I think about, like, my friends have kids, man. And I could just imagine something like that. Like, yo, like, it's crazy, dude. Yeah. That's and, a rule in our house. I mean, you mad? As, I've been mad as hell at my wife. You open that door, you know, like you know, Chris Rock said it good on his Netflix special, man. Like, don't watch the tambourine. That's on the. That's on the. Yeah. Do this. It's just. It's just. I mean, just one little statement. It's just like no one gives a fuck about you outside these doors, you know, as much as the people inside these doors, you know. Mm. And even then, half of them really you on the fence with some of them, <laughs> but they really don't give a shit about you outside these doors. So we always make sure you open that door and step outside this home. I love you, you know, like, cause 
you you, you don't want to have that feeling. Yeah. And that and just that little that little feeling of like I told at least I told her I loved her. You know, yeah. that thing that goes a long way in the in the rehabilitation of going through those those stages of of grievance and all that, you know, those depression, the dabda, those yeah. those those things back in the day, those the the, the whole levels and going through that depression cycle, man. The, the, that little thing means a lot to a lot of people. So. Absolutely, man. Let's let's brighten things yeah, up a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Let's, let's release. <sighs> that was a good. That was a good mental uh, awakening this morning, man. You already know, man. <laughs> NBA dunk contest. Last worst night. ever. <laughs> shit, that shit was trash. Nah, it wasn't the worst ever. Nah, definitely not the worst. The worst ever. Was the Cedric Sabala's year yes. when they had the spinning wheel by far? <laughs> like, yeah. I, whenever it's probably complaining about that, I bring that yeah. like, man, it can't get no worse than that. They had a fucking wheel to say, hey, you're gonna bring back the Statue of Liberty dunk. Yeah, what? that shit. I only thing that for this one, man, it just felt like the energy was not there on anything. Like everybody just seemed to be, you know what? You know what it felt like? I felt like how I talk about kids using social media and just everybody's heads in their phones and doing stuff like that mm-hmm. more than talking to the next man or next woman. It just felt like that type of experience is about to change because everybody rather get the shot yeah. than, than make They'll the noise. It. You know what I'm saying? So you used to hearing ah, when somebody does something crazy, now you just got, oh, and it's over. You know, <laughs> <laughs> real quick. So, I mean, the excitement, the dunks was cool. I enjoyed, um, you know, I had, me and my boy was talking on group me and I and I said Mitchell was gonna win it. He had picked Dennis Smith. Yeah. And uh, I mean a lot of the dunks was cool. It was just I just didn't feel the energy. The energy like, wasn't like there I in wanted the crowd. to feel when like Zach Levine and uh Gordon went at it or you know. Yeah, man. I that Zach Levine Gordon battle was dope. And yeah. I always say this, it's almost like every other year there's a great dunk contest. Yeah. You know, so we got we got a little down spurt right now. We're gonna get it back. It was average at best. Yeah. But I think the best part, or the worst part, my bad, uh, about the dunk contest last night was the judges. Yeah. There was only two judges that actually dunked the basketball. True. <laughs> Dr. J <laughs> and Lisa Leslie. Right. Love you, Chris Rock. Right. You can't be a judge. Callie, you cool, but... Callie, you the you best. Wrong, 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 wrong element. <laughs> you, you're, you're the best, but get out of here. Yeah, it was some Marky 50s Mark. going around that was... You, you're the man, but get out of here. It should only be dudes that... That dunked the ball, man, mm-hmm. that are legends at slam dunks, man, that should be judging the dunk contest well, I, because they know how difficult some of these dunks are. Yeah. Like like Larry Nance Jr. had to plead his case, yeah. like how dope that dunk was. When, like when, he bounced I it saw off it, the glass. I didn't tap- see him bounce it. I thought he just tapped it and dunked. I thought he threw it up, grabbed, tapped the board, bang. But yeah. to throw it up and then throw it again? Yeah. Like to see it, it's like it was one of those seeing slow mos, but it still should have gotten something just because of the fact that you saw that you saw him do two things on the glass before he dunked. Yeah, the ball. <laughs> yeah, man, that shit was dope. Yeah, and they had to wait for the replay to to give it to him, and it's like, yo, that shit was hard. Yeah, that was that was one of my favorites of the night. And they always go, like, "Well, he's six seven. What can I you mean, do it? The the windmill he threw down was nasty. Yeah. The 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 uh, re- recreation of Pop's dunk was nasty. I watched them side by side on a tweet, and it looked like Pop's was a little higher. Oh still. yeah, for so, sure. Yeah, for Pop's sure. had a little higher. So I will say this: <laughs> <laughs> Mitchell, he won fair and square, but they showed that fucking Vince dunk versus his reenactment. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't got shit no. on that Vince, bro. <laughs> no, no, because that. 
you Vince spin around was so compact and so it had so much power with it. You knew it was coming. His it looked like he was just on a like nine foot trying to get it off. You know? Like it wasn't a squeaker. He got it off. Yeah, he, and he, he showed he, the hops. Yeah, and all, he got but, it off. He's shorter than Vince, but Vince was way higher, way yeah. more power, and it just looked better. And then he springed up two, three times after Ooh. he dunked. Yeah, he, Vince was like almost fell to the ground. Like, did I make it? Right. <laughs> Vince. Pogo sticking still. Man, so. <laughs> I, I, I tweeted this out. Uh, my favorite slam dunkers, like in the contest, by far, Vince had the best slam dunk performance. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I really debate between Zach's two performances and Jordan. I'm going to give it to Zach, man. Yeah, Zach's was fucking crazy like he's like fly- i mean obviously jordan air jordan he's known for flying but zach's is just cr- i mean he freaking took off on the free throw line and put that bitch between his legs yeah. dude the like only, craziness the only tweet i made to that vince i know number one by far yeah but i still enjoy seeing dominique slam that ball <laughs> and dominique is the dunk with so much uh so much fun and that's how you want the dunk you, you just need that I feel it every time somebody like, bang and like like you think it's gonna fucking break. <laughs> you see some of them two hand and like he would dunk and not be done with it yet. Just, uh, just shaking yeah, around. Yeah, and that's the thing about it. It's like you know when Steve Francis was in the dunk mm-hmm. contest. It, it it isn't just the dunk. It's the warm up to the dunk. Yeah. It's the swag that you come into the arena with. You get the ball. Are people standing up? They're like, okay, what he gonna do? Yeah. And, and the, when when Stevie Francis jumps like it's like he's exploding off the ground and he's coming with so much power so much force mm-hmm. like i don't know other words to say it his shit just looks better than y'all yeah like you just feel it more it just you just <laughs> feel it more i yeah. mean you look at it i mean i used to watch jordan come fly with me tape all the time mm-hmm. and like the one dunk everybody knows the free throw line dunk yeah. and he Pumps it. I mean yeah. obviously it's a classic. Like he's shifting gears yeah. in the air. <laughs> but the, my 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 favorite Jordan dunk isn't that. It's the one where he's like, looks like he's sideways in the fucking air. Yeah. Like his head is at the rim. Like his and feet his ain't going to come back down <laughs> enough time to land. <laughs> that like, one. Like, dude, that's in the 80s. And y'all barely making dunks that's better than yeah. that now, dude. He like had, He I, had the clock on like 350. Yeah. You know, like just lean on him. Lean on him. <laughs> lean on him. And I'm, I'm just saying, like, people always talk about, like, man, we have... We've seen all the possible dunks there is. Maybe we didn't seen it. No, dude, we haven't. No. Because you know why? That damn Jordan dunk looks better than a lot of these dunks. And that's in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Freaking, like you said, Larry Nash Sr. Yeah. His shit looked better than the Suns. Yeah, when you put them side by side, they great great extension on the back arm. But at the whole process of it, yeah. Pops is another foot up, it feels like. Higher. And <laughs> when he puts it down, he's like away from the rim, yeah. way farther. And he spread, like his son spread as he's coming down, like, hey, let me get it real quick. Right, right. <laughs> like, I'm, so, six, I'm 16. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm putting this down. Right. And I mean, uh, another slut on slam dunk competitor is my guy, Sean Kemp. Oh, absolutely. Ooh. Sean Kemp is the reason I fell in love with dunks. My friends used to always, always just Sean Kemp. That was his guy. The rain, man. Yeah, I mean, and when you watch some of it, even like some of his game dunks. Oh, man. man. It's just. I, I would mm. put him second on game dunker oh, of yeah. all time, man. Yeah. Next, next to Vince. I mean, yeah. Vince, 
Jeez. And Dwight Howard has some good dunks Facts. too. He has some good dunks. I think a lot of the big men get punished for for you know being seven foot. But when you seven foot, it can at least jump thirty inches. Yeah, man, that, that's, that's crazy. impactful on a dunk contest. I wish he would. <laughs> I wish he would have did that. Uh, that fourteen foot dunk. Yeah. Cause he he did it in practice one time I remember, but it, they were like they only did what thirteen feet or something like that. Yeah. Like yo, you got to do, do it, yeah. dog. Like even Mitchell last night to even that like, shit was dope. How how Kenny Smith said everybody that played red ball that had a wall behind it, you yeah. throw it off of. But like what the one thing that people ain't talking about is like that that was one take. Yes, yes. I've seen I've seen people do that in the gym. You know it might take them a minute. I ain't never seen nobody just walk in and throw it up. Off of another backboard. That's key. Yeah. I mean, that first take stuff is really That first show, take like, is okay, real. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's what it was the problem with, like, people, they get their little warm-up and they test run and they don't get it. So people are like, oh, man. And that's how people are nowadays. Like, even, like, Instagram clips, they're, they're 60 seconds. Yeah. And if it ain't funny within the five seconds, <laughs> oh, I'm on to the next clip. Yeah. Swipe away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. But uh, So what's the grade for the NBA dunk contest, in your opinion? See it best. Yeah, I, I'm see it best. I mean, you. it wasn't nothing that really, you know, everybody is. I think now all, all we do is is try to figure out how it can get better because we know what it can mean and mm-hmm. we know, like, that all those all those celebrities come to that. Yes, because the tradition is this shit's amazing. Hell you know? yeah! <laughs> so, like, could you imagine, like, <laughs> say you shit, so say you Kevin Hart and. The the Zach Zach Levine versus Gordon year, you get roped into doing something else. Yeah, and you miss one of the best battles of all time. Yeah, that, like in my opinion, they should have kept going because there was no clear winner that year. They right. should, hey man, keep going, dog. Yeah. Nope, I, I would I wouldn't have let them stop. Like because you know why that shit was dope. They were making it on the first try, and them dudes was funky yeah, with amazing. it. Amazing. Under the butt. Just, I mean, <laughs> as oh, my boy God. Marty said, the ass dunk. He, yeah. like, he was like, yo, man, I'm giving it to Gordon. That ass dunk was amazing. Yeah. When you like, <laughs> when you like, because when, when, when I DJed uh, Brandon McKinney's celebrity basketball game, that was like my first time in a minute just being in the Troutwood gym and just feeling like Troutwood, you know? Mm-hmm. And I went and put some shots up and was shooting around. But I got under that rim. <laughs> and I'm looking at that net and that rim and just imagining, like, Chris Wright, you know, used to catch some of the most amazing oops I've seen in high school basketball. And he would catch people's floaters as rebounds, you know, like a block rebound and take off instead of blocking it. You know, just little things. And I think about how high up they are. And I'm like, man... You think about some of these dunks, man. Like to be there and see it, and be at the floor level. Yeah, that's why you see everybody's flailing around when there's something amazing happens. Because I mean, to see that stuff live like that, amazing, man, amazing. One more thing on Vince, man. <laughs> when they replayed it, I <laughs> it still gave me that damn face, that ugly face. Mm-hmm. Like this motherfucker did a backwards. Fucking 360 with so much funk. Yeah. And some fucking Pumas, nigga. Hung on the rim by his elbow. <laughs> that nigga won a dunk contest in Pumas. That's how dope this was, nigga. That's all I'm going to say, yeah. man. But uh, it's time for something. We starting, and I'm really starting to feel, man. Yes. These hip-hop CDs revisited, man. Yes. So a certain album from a certain great dropped 22 years 22 ago this, year, this week, man. years, man. All eyes on me. Man. Yes. The double disc era. Yes. 
what, what's your first thoughts when 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 I when I sent you that? My first thought was, I'm about to get bashed a little, but I've never sat down <laughs> and just ran through really? both. Really? I always sampled here, sampled there. You know, never just sat down and, and ran through them. Okay. So I made it a point. I got up early uh, Friday, and uh, I'm in there brushing my teeth and listening. And then the wife come in. She like, this is y'all review this week. I'm like, yeah. She like, yeah, that's that's a good one. And I'm sitting there thinking like, after I listen to it, it's top three. It's just basic top three albums of all time in hip hop. Really? This thing, it just got it, man. It got it. It got it. It's you up there for me. You know what else it got? Uh oh. It's a half a fucking CD. <laughs> yeah. The, I will say this, and I will say this to the end of the time, man. The double CD era overall trash. Yeah, I mean double it, CD. Era, a lot of that was forced. Trash. Because <laughs> the there's era. only one double CD. Two, 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 two double CDs that's worth buying. Well, obviously this is worth buying because it's pop. But <laughs> Wu Tang double disc. Okay. And we'll we'll definitely get to that because I haven't listened to that in a while. But mm-hmm. we'll get to that. And the biggie. But yeah. back to Pac, All Eyes on Me. Yeah. You know, there's book one and book two. Mm-hmm. And I always always knew I liked book one better than book two. Yes, by far. But that was alarming how much CD one is better than CD two or book one is better than book two. It is. And leaps and bounds. It is. I mean. Holy it moly. Is. When you start listening to, to one... It's, no, it's it's just it's just so much of standards in hip hop, bro. Yeah, like, like yeah, ambitious as a rider. I mean, scandalous, I mean, scandal, like scandalous, and she's so scandalous. It's just some of them songs that just put you in a space, put you in a feeling and a groove. And then it was a little more trying to push through the second one. You know, twenty two years later. Definitely, like, just to really run through them. I ran through every song, at least two verses and two hooks, you know, at minimum. <laughs> so. See, okay, I'm looking at this too, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I listened to the whole joint front to back, all 22 tracks. And I want people to realize something, man. 22 tracks, I mean, 27 tracks. No intros, no outros, just all music. That's that's yeah. outstanding. And Pac was noted for his work ethic and like his his just love for the studio and love for music. So I salute him on that, man. But you know, if you if you take away off of this one, you take away What's Your Phone Number, which is one of the worst songs in hip hop history. <laughs> it, it's a print sample. Yeah. Uh if you take <laughs> Yeah, you take that away. <laughs> you take that song away and you add Picture Me Rolling to it mm-hmm. and uh All Eyes on Me mm-hmm. to make it basically a 15 track album, it would be probably the best hip hop CD of all time. There's only two and a half songs on this two that I like. Picture Me Rolling. Mm-hmm. All eyes on me, and if I'm in the mood, some thug passion. I was just about to say, <laughs> thug passion is just like it barely squeaks in, depending on the atmosphere. But it's amazing looking at these two CDs, the the difference. Yeah, and 
Even like, like No More Pain and Hearts of Men. Ooh. Like those two are slept on on that, you know, as far as the popularity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Slept on, man. Like I was listening to those. I had to run both of those back. <laughs> well, let me listen to this again. So as a DJ, man, out of these tracks, man, like what's a what's some go-tos? I mean, Ambition as a Rider is a standard. Absolutely. Um, How Do You Want It? Yeah. That's in there. Two of America's Most Wanted, of course. <laughs> uh, even No More Pain in the Right Atmosphere, you know, the right grown setting. Yeah. I've definitely played that a lot. California Love. Oh, absolutely. And that's the, zone. Yeah, and that's the real, real one right there on the album. That one, <laughs> that one felt, that's the first one. That one felt good. <laughs> I ain't mad at you. I mean. Look, yeah, it's, it's, it's some bangers on here, man. Yeah, it's really. But then see, you see how I stopped that I ain't mad at you? That's number 13 on the first one. Yeah, man. After that. Telling you, man. Your thug you, passion is kind of like we talked about that one as being slightly on there, and then all eyes on me. And then you'll picture me rolling, you know, yeah. like that's it kind of falls off pretty, pretty harsh after I ain't met. And, and the crazy <laughs> thing is, like back in the day, I was I would ride with the whole CD, like yo, I would give these filler songs, as I call them, chances, and I just listen to them just because, but now. Ain't no way in hell I'm listening to them songs again. <laughs> ain't no way in the world I'm listening to You Can't See Me Again. Ain't no way in the world that I'm listening to. Well, I, you know what? I, I, um, <laughs> ain't hard to find. Very seldom will I ever listen to ever again in life. If I'm in the mood, some little fun time, you probably can get check out time off. You can okay. get that off yeah. in, in the proper setting. Yeah. But there's always a setting. For yeah. uh, how do you want it? Like exactly. it's always like, you know what I'm saying? Like I I feel like the project itself, you know, one thing that I slept on was the fact that I was such a Biggie fan that I just when when you are forced <laughs> all the time in your community in the barbershops and in in, in in that setting to pick one, mm-hmm. I always pick Biggie. So I would I would never really even give Pac the really the the shot just because I just enjoyed Biggie's music more. And it just felt closer to me than probably the West Coast did at that time. Mm-hmm. And then now when I'm like listening, I told the wife, I'm like, man, I will listen to him and pull up the lyrics and just be reading along so I can really just like feel what he's talking about. And like, Pac has some go. Yes. I mean, yes. I sleep on Pac a lot just because, like I say, I'm a Biggie fan. But after doing this, man, it's like, yo, the the project as a whole has enough heat. To be in them, it's it's just a, it's a, one of the one of the best put together projects. I mean, oh for sure, everybody has an album that got a couple of songs that just don't fit. There's very few that you just ride through. I mean, like very few. Man, it, that this one is like, I mean, I said this when I was a kid, like yo, if they would have just just took the best of each one, it would been better. Mm-hmm. Now, if you would have just dropped this one, <laughs> like that would be. I mean, this already goes down in the Hall of Fame of yeah. hip hop CDs, man. But I think if you put the all, like you said, those three tracks on put there, those and extra three 15. on just one, ooh, it would be a home run. I still give it a a B plus. Like at the time, I'm I'm sure I gave it an A. Mm-hmm. But on the re listen, because of those songs that I just, man, that I want everybody to hear how bad this fucking song is. <laughs> and it got the legend George Clinton on it, man. But this song is fucking horrible, man. The blind stares of a million pairs of eyes Looking hard but won't realize That they will never this see This song is god awful <laughs> I mean the beat ain't bad 
I mean, yeah, maybe. You, you pictured you picture the six ball rolling. You know. <laughs> A couple of rocks. Yeah. It's not what the, the, right, one to, yeah. the right setting. Black tie, maybe. Yeah. All, all white party about 145. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm gone, I'll probably be like, this shit is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> right. But at this present time, I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm going to skip that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just yeah. going to skip that, man. But right now, on the re-listen, 22 years later, I'll give it a, a, a B plus because... That first disc is just so fucking impactful, man. Like you said, man. I mean, another super slept on song. One of my favorite songs Pac has ever done. I got my mind made up. He has Red Man, Method Man, Corrupt, and Daz on there. Yeah. Like, that fucking song is amazing. <laughs> and for people that say Pac's not a lyricist, go to that song right there. He brings bars on that song. Yeah. And he does not just rapping like with aggression like he does on a lot of his music, like on Ambitious as a Rider. He spits bars on that, man. Facts. So I did want to ask you before you change topics, and I want to do this every couple just to see. We've done Mace, mm-hmm. we've done 50, mm-hmm. and now Pop. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming Mace is third on the list. <laughs> so Pop of 50, which one had a more, on, had a more impact on your life? More of an impact? Okay, more of an impact. I'm going to say Pac, more of an impact. I thought you were going to say it was the best. Yeah, I was. But <laughs> yeah, I don't want to yeah, say Yeah, that's it. a hard one. So I don't want to disrespect my guy Pac because I'm a big Tupac fan. Yeah. But uh, if I had to choose which one I would listen to more, I would listen to the 50 more. But, yeah. but I mean, that, that fucking first diss, man. Oh, my God. I mean. It's a, yeah. And that's how it come on. right here, man. Listen to this fucking beat. This works at every party today. Still. And I mean, another thing about this CD, man, what makes it so great, the time, mm-hmm. they they he got out of jail yeah. and they made it like in a week. Yeah, <laughs> right. And, and the beat, a lot of his production is Daz. Yeah. So I know no disrespect to Dr. Dre at all. Yeah. But a lot of this work is Daz. Yeah. And I mean, you know, Daz says it all the time. He is Dr. Dre's student. Everything he learned from Dr. Dre is on this album. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, Daz's and production then, on here is fucking amazing. Him and Snoop beating the court cases and oh, talking. Man. I, mean, I mean, that you, era was just. Woo. You you look at Two of America's <laughs> Most Wanted video, man. Like, like it, it, it's got, it got that oomph. Mm-hmm. Like that, like videos today, I mean, I know they're super high tech and, you know, you can you can shoot a video on your iPhone. But it was just something about that era where, oh, shit, they they debuting Pac's new video. Yeah. You tune it in right then and there. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, like Drake, God's playing video dropped on Friday. We yeah. got an email from uh the label like, hey, check this. And I mean, that's a dope thing. But there's something about that gathered experience about mm-hmm. rushing home to Rap City exactly. to watch it at four o'clock. I, I I rated my mom. She keeps everything. I rated the VHS area because <laughs> yes. I have I bought a uh, DVD VHS a few years ago. I'm like I want to play some. I ain't seen a VHS in forever, so I just grabbed a couple that I thought I remember what was on them. Half of that stuff was recorded over with Tigger, recorded over with AJ and Free. Was reco- yeah. I mean, like <laughs> that was the era. <laughs> I had I had so many uh, uncut 
yes. videos on there and just things that I had recorded. I remember it was a rap battle show with this dude named T-Bone or something. Mm-hmm. And there was like a rap contest type shows on BET. It was just so much of that, man, that was on there. And it was just like that. You you used to get off the bus and take I and take yeah, off yeah. to get home to catch the last 15 minutes of, you know, whatever was on Rap City or Yo MTV Raps or whatever, whatever it was, you know, it was like that was a, a part of your your day. Absolutely. And, and now everything's so, you know, www dot, you know, yeah. everything's that now. But YouTube is king right yeah, now. But I mean, just like some of that those experiences and some of the things that we even had being the first to introduce technology into, you know, we were the first generation to really grow with technology, you know, and to have to have that experience, but still have some of those, like we say, buying a CD or just running home to, you had to hit record and play on the radio to save your favorite song. Oh, yeah. It wasn't no MP3 that you can just stash away on the computer. You know, like it was a process to, to somebody made a, made a mixtape, they put some time and, and effort into it. Oh, yeah. You know? It wasn't. I, that was my little thing with my little girlfriend. I'll make a little mixtape. <laughs> a little slow jam about, tape. Yeah, a little, little seven, eight slow jams with some silk and some H-Town. And, and think about know? it. It wasn't that long ago that was happening, dude. Yeah. That was craziness. That was, that was a part of the sweetest day gift or that was a part of the <laughs> Valentine's Day gift or whatever, you know, so... It's just different now, man. It's just different, different man. Got to roll the punches, yeah. man. Tupac, all eyes on me. Revisit it, man. Definitely let a us staple. Know, let us know what y'all think, man. Yeah. I, am, am I tripping? And, <laughs> or is book two really dope and I'm just not with it no more? It's, it's, Have I outgrown it? What? You 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 made some valid points. Open my eyes to a few things, but I still feel like it's a staple. It's, it's, oh, it's a staple it's in hip-hop there. history. I mean, it's up there. It's a double disc that's, that's good. Yeah. But, uh... Man, <laughs> two and a half songs on that that second disc, man. Let it's, us know you can make this up podcast on the IG or at gmail.com. Hit, hit us up, man. Let us know. So, yeah, the moment we've both been waiting for. Let's hey, just man. keep it real. Yeah. Let's just keep it real, man. This, yeah. this podcast could really all be about this one particular thing, this one particular event yeah. in, in history, yeah. man. Hoo, hoo. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> Black Panther. <laughs> Black Panther time. Yeah. Uh, just a heads up, we might, we might not get into spoilers. I don't know. I don't know where this conversation yeah. is going. So uh, yeah. heads up, I, heads, heads up. up. I don't know. The if, you can't make the <laughs> you can't make this a podcast disclaimer. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where it's gonna go. If if it a spoiler comes out, it comes out. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm too hyped. Yeah. How was your? I, no, no, no. Rewind. I yeah. want to rewind. Yeah. I saw on the snap. Yeah. My Duke saw it before you. Let me tell you. Rent it out theater. So yeah, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this story. So, so my wife and uh, DJ Opz. He shout out to Big Bro. His wife, about I would say five to six weeks ago, it was January for sure. Yeah, had uh, planned out this whole date night with going to see Black Panther. So. We put the bid in with mom super early, <laughs> make sure that weekend was cool, and uh, getting ready for the weekend, the weekend to come this weekend. So Thursday, well, Wednesday I was over there, and uh, my my aunt called and was talking about how they were getting together for my uncle's birthday. But usually all that means is dinner with a whole bunch of the elders of the fam, right. you know? So I usually let, you know, I tag along sometimes. Sometimes I just chill out if I want to bring five a family of five to the function or not. <laughs> so it was just, it was going to be that. So I thought it was just that. So apparently 
his daughter uh, rented out the private room at TJ Chumps. So they went there and had the private, you know, seating and had dinner. And then she's passing out tickets to everybody. And it's like, admit one Black Panther. Wow. So she done rented out the theater. I, I don't know if she was a part of something that was doing it, but my mom said it was just them in the theater, like 40 people. Wow. They rented out the theater on Thursday night. And they all watch Black Panther. So Friday, when I call Friday morning to make sure everything is is cool with the you know time drop offs and all that, she like, guess what we did last night? I'm like, oh yeah, y'all went to dinner. How was it? She's like, <laughs> dinner was cool, but we. And then, and then she goes, who who? <laughs> and I'm still like, you know, I haven't seen it yet. So I'm like, what? She's like, oh yeah, I forgot. She's like, you haven't seen it yet. We saw Black Panther. Ooh. I'm like, what? So she explains the story to me. So I just sit back like, my mom done seen Black Panther. And I've been waiting for this day for six weeks. <laughs> then got hyped up about it. Then did some research. Almost watched Captain America: Civil War. Almost. I didn't get a chance to. Almost got. Almost got a chance to. But I'm going to watch that now for sure. <laughs> for sure. I, I, I'm hooked. I, I, I'm finally. The only thing that I regret now is I gotta watch all this shit backwards. Yeah, it's, it's 19 <laughs> movies, dog. Right. You, you gotta buckle up. Gotta, you gonna get some bad swords watching this, bro. My, my wife, man. Shots to the wife, man. She did. She saw them all, though, right? Oh yes, this yeah. is her lane by far. She was. Let me tell you something. I rolled over at 4:30 to hearing the sink run in the bathroom, and she's getting ready to tackle her hair for the day. I'm like, yo. You really going for this? Uh, you going for it, huh? You 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 committed. Gotcha. She was like, "Yeah, this is a big thing for me." So she was hyped up. So we we made sure we uh did some black shit. We had some chicken before. <laughs> so shout to big brother O and Naz. We uh met up at Frickers, man. Had a little had a little chicken, a little sit down, a little pregame talk, and then uh we went to the movies, man. And then it, uh, it was really a good movie, man. It's super it was, dope. We already are planning to go Tuesday to take the kids. Yeah. It's that type of experience, bro. Yeah. We are uh, already planning. Me, I am a Marvel fanatic. Yeah. I, I've seen them all. I've seen them all multiple times. Some of them I've seen in theaters multiple times. Mm-hmm. I've gone with the wife and then gone by myself because, uh, whatever, I don't need you for this. I'll go by myself. So... Thursday, I go on Thursday, bro. Yeah, that's how. That's how I was. Uh, I was fiending to see it. Bro. I saw the snap. Like, is it time to go to the movies yet? What time I'm, is it? I'm fiending. I was fiending to go, dog. I'm like, at work all day, I'm just like, man, I don't want to be here. Man. I'm just ready to go, dog. Like, because I, I know this shit gonna be off the hook. So I get off. I it, I had like a production order in my box, like a commercial I had to cut. I hollered at the homie TJ Smooth, like, hey, man, need you to do me a favor. I need you to cut this spot, dog. I got to go, man. He's like, oh, you, you, you good, man? You straight? I'm like, I'll knock it out for you. He's like, yeah, thanks, man. Peace. <laughs> I went home and took a nap. Because yeah. <laughs> I wanted to make sure wasn't in there. Right. Nothing. I wanted my total attention. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? I have my Black Panther T-shirt. I found my Kente cloth from graduation at Wright State. <laughs> had my all black on. Wifey gets home. She starts getting prepared. She come out with her skirt. I'm like, okay. She go in the bathroom. She putting her poof up. I'm like, okay. Then she broke out the fur. I was like, okay, let's do this. It was photo time. We got yeah. our photos on. Oh, yeah, we was out here. <laughs> we went up to the movie theater. We saying other blacks with pride yeah. over there. Dashiki Central, bro. Yeah. We saw, I saw the, the most beautiful thing, man. I saw a white family and their little white son 
he had his Black Panther costume on. So at that moment, I was like, yo, this is bigger than just white, black, yeah. uh, black superhero, even though it's super important. These people understand, like, man, it's a superhero. I'm let my kid express himself. It's yeah. Black Panther. It's a good time. It's a good time for the entire family. So I get in the theater, man. As you know, I don't do trailers. Yeah. <laughs> On movie, I do trailers. I take that back. On movies that I desperately want to see, that I'm going to see, I skip trailers. Because there's no need for me to see the trailer. Yeah. I want to go in there totally surprised yeah. at everything. Yeah, I've you. seen a couple things because I wasn't able to turn the remote fast enough or get out <laughs> the room fast enough. So I've seen sprinkles of here and there and blah, blah, blah. I don't need to know who the actors are in the movie. I don't need to know none of that. Right. All I know is a Marvel movie. <laughs> it's Black Panther. See you there. Yeah. Cause uh, there was trailers for a couple other movies. I close my eyes. I, yeah. I don't do trailers for movies I'm going to see. Ant Man was kind of cool. I heard. White <laughs> told me he's like, yeah, it looks good. I was like, we're there. When's it come out? Like that's all I need to know. The release date. We're in the building. Yeah. So we're in the movie. We're watching it. A certain character comes on. I start like, oh, <laughs> like a certain actor's in it. I'm like, oh, I didn't know he was in here. Oh, I didn't know she was, oh, this is fucking awesome. And people are looking at me like, dude, didn't you see the trailer? Like, no, I've seen jack shit. I've read nothing. You wanted that feeling, right? I wanted that feeling. That feeling is amazing to me. So after the movie, on Friday, I finally watched the Chad with Bozeman interview he had on The Breakfast Club. Mm -hmm. I watched the interview Michael B. Jordan had on Hot 97. Mm -hmm. I got an interview Lapita had, and Lapita in that in that green with the red yeah what's up Lapita was popping though yeah. what's popping though like yo yeah. I mean she was a beautiful woman but she was looking extra yeah. right in this the part. wife was complimenting her skin and I was that was my way to just keep keep it going like yeah she was looking beautiful talk about it let's talk about it let's talk about it yeah man so my mom left work early okay on Friday to go see it my mother-in-law left work early. No, 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 check that. Mother-in-law didn't go to work on Friday. Yeah, I she think went Brother to the O was new... off, too. I think Brother O took the day off. My mother-in-law said, yeah, I ain't going to work. I'm going to the movies. My brother saw it yesterday, and my aunt, uncle, and little cousin saw it last night. So basically the whole family has seen it, man. We've been talking about it via text or how amazing it was. And on a serious note, man, it's, it's just dope. It's yeah, a dope movie. It is. It's, it's so much pride in that movie. It's two post-credit scenes. The first one is freaking amazing, and it speaks to everything that's going on right now in our country, not just our country, across the globe, man. Yeah. It's, it's very impactful, and it hits home a lot. Like It Definitely. isn't just like a, a story from Marvel comic books that they regurgitated and just put it out there. They They made it very modern. Very up to date for everything that's going on in our country today. Still mixed with mm -hmm. everything that's going on to connect it to all the other millions of Marvel movies, man. It was just a great experience, man. And can't wait to go again on Tuesday. As as a person that is very new to the comic Marvel world, I learned five things that has stuck with me. Okay. Off this one movie. Okay, let's get into it. I told it. the wife I was gonna shout them out. The first thing I learned was Wakanda. Yeah. I learned how to remember to say it and how to say it. Yeah, Wakanda forever. forever. I learned that I need a pound of vibranium. Oh, that's a fact. Put that in my weed or something. <laughs> you know, definitely need some vibranium. 
I learned uh, Killmonger. Yeah, man. I learned like the name and the character. Yeah. I learned T'Challa. I am T'Challa. Yeah. I learned that. And I learned Stan Lee. He'd be in every movie. Yeah. She, she made sure she... So she was really... For someone that loved this stuff, she made sure to give me some some things to stick. And then, you know, sitting back and watching the... Make sure you sit down, you know, at the end. Yeah, stick Look, around. Yeah, there's wow. a couple things you might want to see for those that really love this stuff, you know. So I'm sure y'all know that by now. It was funny because now I'm laughing at the rookies leaving <laughs> when the movie leaving. About I say about 10% of the, of the, of the theater got up and left. Right mm-hmm. when it's over, and everybody else is still locked and loaded. Just sit there. Yeah. <laughs> you wait about five, you get 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 you a little treat. Wait about another five, you get you another treat. Yeah, and it you was, know what I'm saying? I'm definitely like I really this maybe maybe it was the black connection to it. You know the what are those or little yeah. little little nuances that mean something to just our culture and just us that connected me to this movie just as much as like really paying attention and learning. And then now I'm like, I mean, all weekend since since date night Friday, she been, bang, I'm like silence. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you don't speak to the king like that. <laughs> I'm, I, I mean, I've been I've been on one all weekend. On so one, bro. We've been having fun, one. but I mean, to be honest, I've been reading a lot of the you know history as far as the actual. African tribes that were, you know, mm-hmm. using this and some of the garbs and just some of the history that was thought about and, and put into this movie. Re- hearing some of the Q and A's that they're asking the oh, cast man. members, like that's all I've been doing all weekend. It's it's impactful, man. It's yeah. amazing. And I mean, we got a shout out to director Ryan Coogler. I yeah. mean, he's three for three with movies. I, I three for that. three home. Twenty seven years old with Fruitville. Twenty nine with uh Creed. Creed and thirty one with this. Home runs. Three home 31 runs. Thirty one years dog. old, man. Three home run movies, man. I mean, Fruitville, uh, great movie. Zero replay value. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, because it's based off a young man being murdered. Right. But I mean, it, you watch the movie. It's a great movie. It's just a, basically, if you haven't seen it, man, for real, it's just a day in the life, a New Year's Eve, man. Uh, definitely watch this on Netflix. It's a very good movie, but I won't be watching it ever again. Because yeah. honestly, I didn't want to see the him die, so I never really watched it. Uh, and the, and the, I told the wife that, and she about blew a gasket. She's like, "You will be watching that this week." Yeah, so we gonna have to watch that. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, buckle up, bro. Yeah, I know. Buckle it. up. Like, I remember, off- I remember the emotions people had from it, and sometimes I just don't want to be in that emotion. Buckle up, from, <laughs> buckle yeah. up from the jump, bro. Yeah, for real. Like it's it's emotional. It's very emotional. It's because I mean, you think about it, like uh, this was. I don't want to get the year right, but I want to say this was like two thousand and two ish. So this isn't like cell phone footage that we have now. Right. It's still flip phone era. So the, they actually use the real footage in mm. the movie. So the footage is grainy, but they're so close to the actual murder, basically, mm. uh, that is 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 scary. Yeah. It's is very scary, man. It's it's very scary. And then they go throughout his day leading up to those events and some of the decisions, good and bad, that he makes throughout the day. And then culminating in his death, Oscar Grant's death, and a reenactment with the actors and everything like that. And then they speak with his real-life daughter and his real-life uh, mother of his child 
So it's, it's it, I mean, the movie itself is a great movie and just put sheds a light on something that happened. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's a, it's it's a tough watch, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a tough watch. That's that. amazing for somebody at that, you know. And then because he's from the Bay, my wife told me too that she, she, this morning we was up early doing both of us was just. I hashtag Wakanda and just started scrolling through the different articles and different things to read about. And I guess Forrest Whitaker um, kind of gave Ryan Coogler his yeah. break, you know, mm-hmm. and and then like now that put that put some 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 perspective on Black Panther movie, you know, just to just to know that that backstory is there and see what this man's doing now. It's just like man, circle it's of amazing, life, yo. Man. It's like it's crazy. amazing. And Creed was a home run. Yeah. This is <laughs> this is a grand slam, bro. To, there's very few mu- movies I could think of where I've seen them. You know, opening night. I'm not big on opening night going to the movies. Like I don't want to deal with like bad behavior. Yeah, P- perfect experience. Everybody was. You know, the only the only distraction I had was somebody came and sat in somebody's reserved seats and had they was about to go sit in them and they, they didn't want to cut through people. So they just set like a row or two back. They wasn't really on it, you know. So that was the only little like ten second distraction that only I even really <laughs> saw because everybody else was so locked in on the movie. Locked in. So man. I mean, it was you know everybody was you know I saw a lot of people in there. I knew a lot of a lot of dads bringing their sons type of thing. A lot of people dressed up. That, 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 guard, that there was a line at the front for the for the Black Panther picture. You know, yeah, we, we snuck in there early. See, we, <laughs> we we had four people, so we had one in the popcorn line. We yeah. had one in the Black Panther line. <laughs> so yeah, one Divvy getting the responsibilities. Tickets. Yeah, one getting the tickets. So yeah, it was good. Man, we man, had a great time. It's, it's awesome, man. Shout so when you taking the girls, man? We going Tuesday, man. The wife is uh, she wants that after seeing that she like this is a must see for them, you know. And sh- we gonna try to go to the Tuesday cheap show. Yeah. Yeah. Probably we we gonna make an experience for them. Probably get them out of school early dismissal. You know how that be when you hear your name called on the intercom. <laughs> Camille, come down to the office for early dismissal. What? <laughs> and all the kids hating on you. <laughs> so yeah, we gonna we gonna turn it up for them Tuesday and go and go check that out. Probably probably grab some dinner and go see that Tuesday. But I'm I'm really like today probably gonna be. Probably I'm gonna watch Captain America. I think today, man. Yeah, watch, watch that, that Civil War. Watch I, that Civil War. Because everybody War, I've man. talked to that are into it. When I tell them that this is like my that I've only seen what Guardians of the Galaxy, Galaxy two, I've seen Thor, and now this are the three movies that I've seen. So you ain't seen the best ones, bro. Yeah, that's what everybody like. Oh no, wait, wait, wait! You gotta go. And then like they're passionate about telling me what I need to go see. <laughs> and the first thing they say, you gotta go see the Captain America first, yeah. Civil War first and foremost. That's when he introduced. You know, yeah, all that. So, facts, so, facts. Yeah. We can go on and on and on <laughs> about this, man. Another pod. <laughs> In the book, shots out to everybody always holding us down. DeMarco, what up? Izzy, we appreciate you at Gym City Pod. Absolutely, man. Can't make this up, podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev, 94 of them. Wakanda forever. Forever. Hoo hoo.